Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that I that it can and it will get better. So I am following through on my promise to come back with this message because if you go back and listen to my podcast, um, what did I get myself into? I specified that I would always hear these birds, you know, chirping outside of my house. So, uh backstory uh, I used to work from home primarily because COVID and then you know I was a single mom didn't really have anybody to pick up my daughter you know go to school and things like that so it was just easier for me to work from home so a lot of the times in the mornings I would just be sitting at my desk and I would just hear these birds chirping loud and it just seemed like it was just magnified and I kept saying to myself what is wrong with these birds like what is going on um, I would always go to the window or even sometimes just go outside and just stare at these birds because I kept saying, well, what is going on? But now that I'm on this spiritual journey and I understand things a little bit better, uh, I understand that, you know, these are messages, and especially when you're in tune or, you know, these are messages that are trying to, com- you know, being conveyed to you, but you just have to be in that spirit to receive it. And so birds have meanings. You know, all the animals have some type of meaning. So I looked up gray birds. And the gray birds signify, sorry, good luck, good health, wealth, fertility, love, and truthfulness. The red bird uh, signifies evoking emotional or spiritual feelings. Um, It's a sign that we have lost someone but that person will be in our hearts forever as long as we keep our memory alive keep their memory alive and so it's interesting because I just did a podcast the other day regarding my um my first love who passed away uh from cancer three years ago and he is the only person when I say would come to my house and would walk literally through the back door like he lived in my house and I used to be mad at him all the time. I said, you don't live here. But he didn't care. You know, he just kept coming through my door like he lived there. And so I always felt like he was always watching over me. I always felt like he was spiritually with me. Uh, he does come to me and visit me in my dreams. So I know that he's still with me and he will forever be in my heart. And so the gray bird, um, I was going through a lot when I was in that situation. Um Obviously, uh, if you listen to any of my podcasts, I've been very open and honest and transparent about my healing journey of coming out of a very toxic and narcissistic, abusive situation. And so fertility, love, truthfulness, good luck, good health and wealth. Those are all things that I really was praying for, because if anyone understands narcissism, it is the worst thing to experience ever. It's the worst situation to be in ever. And I don't wish that on anybody. So I did look up the 21 spiritual reasons that you could come across of um, seeing birds or birds always being in your, you know, in your area or where your place of home and things like that. So the first one that I found, it says you are headed toward enlightenment. And that is so true because I. Because I was in that very negative and toxic situation, my my judgment and everything, my intuition, everything was clouded. Because 
I was just living in this fog. I was just living in this illusion. And I'd always felt like I was not living my life. I always felt like I was living somebody else's life. And so once I came out of that toxic situation, it was like everything just opened up for me. And as the more I prayed and the more I became spiritually in tuned and the more I meditated and just the more that I was growing in my spirituality, things started to reveal itself to me. And this is why I always operate from the spirit. The second one uh, says, trust in God's provisions. It says that you were worried about earthly problems like divorce, separation, bills, and things like that. And I was the breadwinner in that situation. And I was the one that was stable and always worked and always paid the bills and just always just doing, 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 doing. If anyone understands narcissism, they know that narcissists uh, financially abuse people. They don't pay bills. They refuse to pay bills. They're always, always an issue and always a problem. They drain you financially. They drain you spiritually. They drain you mentally. They drain you. They're just a drain. They just drain and suck the life out of you. Excuse me. So I was always going through something. It's like I never had a sense of relief in that situation. It was always something. And then top it off with all the lies, the manipulation, the cheating, and just everything that entails that with, with dealing with a narcissist. Uh, it just messes with your mental. And so it got to a point where all I could do is fall on my knees and pray. And just fall on my knees and pray because nothing else was working. So I had to put all my trust and faith and hope in God and trust in his timing. And when I did that, trust and believe, things started to change and people started to leave my life. And the narcissist finally got the, whatever God did, whoever spoke to him, whatever the, I am thankful that that narcissist left my life. That was the best thing. That was the blessing. That was the best thing that that narcissist could ever do was to leave for me. Because at that point, it was really bad. Um, and then it says here, number three is check out the bigger picture. And it said broaden your horizon. You know, so when you are being enlightened, you know, you have to trust in God's provisions you have to see beyond what it's in front of you and once you become enlightened and once you become aware and once you start to see the bigger picture of what you're really dealing with then you understand the magnitude of who and what you experienced and when I tell you that's the worst I don't wish that on anybody to ever have to encounter a narcissist but it's unfortunate and it's, it's sad that these people do exist these people do walk amongst us and try to act normal and portray themselves as normal, loving and kind and gentle people when they are absolutely not. The fourth one says good things are flying towards you. And like I said, once that narcissist left my life, it's like literally things just started to shift things just started to change just I mean it was just mind-blowing how just the blessings 
that started to pour in my life. It wasn't easy. Let me just tell you, and it's still not easy. But I'm grateful because I had to go through that. So I want to thank the narcissist. Let me just stop and thank the narcissist. Um, You know, I don't know if he'll ever hear this podcast or if maybe somebody will share this podcast with him. But I want to thank him because he taught me so much. He taught me so much about how to read people, how to trust my intuition, how to follow, follow my gut feeling. And he literally shaped me to be more intuitive and to really hone in on my skills as a spiritual person. So I want to thank him. Thank you for giving me at least this gift besides my my children. Thank you for blessing me in this way. That's the least he could have done for me because he didn't do shit else. But anyway, I digress. The fourth one, the fifth one says your loved ones are near. Deceased loved ones visiting you. So as I already stated, you know, my daughter's father, that was my first love. Anybody who know me know that he was it for me. He was everything. I loved him with everything. And no matter what he did, even though, you know, we fell apart and, you know, we separated for years and, you know, we weren't connected. When we did reconnect and reconcile our friendship, we were great. You know, I loved him dearly. He always made me laugh. And even when I was mad at him or angry, we never ended a conversation not laughing. So I always knew that he was always with me. And I would never forget our last conversation. You know, he gave me some encouraging words and I couldn't believe that, you know, the words that he gave me was like a definite eye opener in regards to my situation with that narcissist. So I thank him. So if the heavens above can hear me, tell my first love, I said, thank you for that message. And then it says to get out of your comfort zone. So for me, I was in a comfort zone. You know, I got comfortable in that chaos. I got comfortable in that dysfunction. I got comfortable in that state of illusion. And that's something that I have to hold myself accountable for. I will never do that shit again. But I got comfortable in that because that seemed like the normal, even though I knew it wasn't normal. And this is why you have to enlighten yourself. You have to see the bigger picture. This is why you have to learn to trust God and all the things that he's revealing to you. And once you do that, you definitely step out of your comfort zone. You see how all of that ties in together so far? So I said, wow, this is, this is some mind-blowing stuff. You know, I, I really had to sit and process this and every day I learn something new you're never too old to learn something new get out of your comfort zone stop limiting yourself stop letting people hold you back stop letting people place their issues on your life and bind you to them their problems are their problems it's not your problems the seventh one says this cycle is ending A negative cycle is ending. Something you have been dreading has come to an end. Get ready for something new. Get ready for something positive. Send that bad energy off with a blessing and look out for your fresh start. And when I say, when I say, It was so bad, 
But when that cycle, I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it wasn't going to be easy because here's the thing. I knew it was over a long time ago. And I literally was asking this person to leave. And another part of the comfort zone, I was holding on and saying, well, this is my my house. I work hard for everything in here. I put everything in here. Why should I uproot myself and my kids, you know, because he don't want to leave because it got to a point where I was just like, you know what I want. I really understood why some people just put their clothes on their back and get in their car and just leave because I was at that point. But I, why should I have to uproot my children? Why should I have to? They already been through enough. And so I had to get out of that mindset. I had to get out of that comfort zone and to be able to do whatever was needed to do to get me out of that. And I had to end that vicious cycle because it wasn't healthy. It was so toxic and it was so bad. And I was comfortable in that, which is crazy. And then the number eight reason says you're going the wrong way. Listen to your guides. And I was not. So many times my intuition was telling me. So many times things were just being revealed to me, but I was just stuck in that comfort zone. I let so much stuff slide. Some things I don't even talk about. But I know. So you have to get to a place where you trust your guides. Trust, especially when you're a spiritual person, they will never steer you wrong. Number nine says someone is praying for you. And listen, when I tell you. My honey love is a praying man. Every day. I pray in the morning as well. You know, I pray. But when I first met him and we had our first conversation, at the end of the call, he prayed. And all the hairs on my arms stood up. And I said, oh, my God. Lisa, I think you found your husband. And from then I knew. He was the one. And when I tell you, I would always talk to him. And he would always say, babe, why are you looking at me like that? And I would just say nothing. His voice, his tone. Every morning when we wake up, we stand together. And he's taller than I am. We hold each other's hand. And I lay my head on his chest. And he prays. And when I tell you, I still feel the same way today that I felt that first time we ever spoke on the phone and he prayed. And to know that this man was single for three and a half years and prayed for a woman like me to come into his life. Never underestimate the power of your prayers. God hears you. He knows your heart. He will not leave you and he will not forsake you. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow, but he will answer your prayers. It took me over 20 something years of dealing with this narcissist to finally end that cycle 
get out of my comfort zone, become enlightened, to trust God's provisions, to now have a man who prayed for me. You see how that works? The next one says money is headed your way. And I've said this previously. I've always worked. I've always been stable. I've always been very independent. And um, when you deal with the narcissist, they drain you financially. And so they will leave. If you, if you don't believe me, look up the stories. You know, they will leave you financially drained. Credit card debt, car loans, car this, car that. Trust me, I probably have a million dollar, millions of tickets in, in my name to this day. You know, they trying to clear up my credit, trying to clear up, they will financially drain you. And so that's where I'm at in my life, trying to get my finances back in order to be able to do the things that I need to do and obtain the things that I need to obtain for me and my children. But I'm not worried about money. I've never lived my my life from being money hungry because money is the root of all evil. And when people operate from that space, they'll do anything for money. So I count my blessings, and every time that I was down, God always made a way when there was no way. So I'm not worried about that because I know that I will be rewarded in some way, trusting God's provisions. It says you are closer than you think, and that is so true because there were times, there were days, there was months, I mean years, that I just, all I could do was just, just cry because it was like when is this going to end but when I became intentional when I became intentional about my forward movement my growth, my healing my evolution just when I was focused on me things started to change and things started to shift and God started blessing me and God started working things out for me Things that I didn't even see. He worked it right on out for me. Number 12 says, You will soon be healed. Your angels are healing you. And that is the truth. I could have chose to be angry, I could have chose to be bitter. I could have chose to be fighting and arguing and just I could I could have chose to stay in that 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 toxic energy but I didn't like I said I was intentional about my forward growth I was intentional about my healing and this is why my heart was open and available and ready and willing to receive the love and the blessings that God was giving me and he's still blessing me and and every day I wake up and I'm just like wow okay this is why I had to do what I had to do this is why I had to go through that this is why it's making sense now And it's simply going to be a good day. Is number 13. Every day you have to wake up and say it's going to be a good day. No matter what happens, you always have to be intentional about your day. And this is why I said my partner and I, we wake up every morning. Uh, with, with, we don't wake up angry. We don't wake up upset. We don't like it just we wake up every day and we pray. We are so grateful 
for the many blessings. We're just grateful for the day. And we don't complain. We don't have a bad day. We don't, even if things come our way, we are so equipped and and, and we are able to handle whatever comes our way because we keep ourselves in this spirit. So every day is a good day. Every day that we get to wake up and open our eyes and we have another chance to do it again or do it over or do it better or to accomplish something that we didn't accomplish yesterday, we know that today is going to be a good day. Number 14 says, you're losing control. Step back and chill. And see, I'm a kind of person like this, you know, shit got to get done. And sometimes, you know, I want to not be in control, but I want to handle it. And that's when you lose control, when you feel like you got to handle everything. Sometimes you have to sit back and chill and let God handle it. Let God be in control because he is in control of everything. He just needs you to trust in him. And trust in his provisions that he will get you through it. Yeah, some of the work you have to do, let's be clear. You have to do some of the work, but God is always in control. Number 15 says, it's time to get closer to God. And when I tell you, when I couldn't do nothing else, like I said, I had to fall on my knees and cry and pray and meditate. You know, uh, my my honey love, you know, he's very spiritual. You know, like I said, we read the Bible, we pray, you know, we share the word, we do, we, you know, he has brought me back and even closer to God. And for that, I am forever grateful because I have my days where, like I said, I'm, you know, but he keeps me focused. He keeps me aligned. He keeps me grounded. You know, he keeps me focused in that sense. 16 says, turns out domesticity suits you. It says you will live in a space with love, warmth, kindness, commitment. The birds sense your peace. So this is why they feel comfort at your home. And this is interesting because I'm not a cat person. But where I used to live, my neighbor's cat would always come and sit on my windowsill. Like she would talk to me, she would curl and like, you know, this, you know, the cat meows and all that stuff. And she would literally come up to my and she would roll around my feet and everything. And I'm allergic to cats. I don't like what the heck? why is this cat? And this is why. Um, and now I moved again and I have some neighbors across the way and I can't even leave my chairs outside because the cats is always in front of my house. So I said, wow, look at this. Okay. And so, yeah, my house is filled, you know, it's filled with warmth. It's filled with love. It's filled with kindness. It's filled with laughter and joy and peace. Like it's truly peaceful here. Like I can't even, uh, yeah. And so my partner and I, we love each other. We're so committed to each other. We're committed to this process. We're committed to this new journey in our lives because, like I said, he has been through so much and I have been through so much. So we both know what it is to have bad relationships. So now we are both, you know, two people, two wounded souls 
who just wanted to be loved. Just loved. In all of our authenticity. He can be himself. I can be myself. It's no judgment. It's no criticism. It's all love. And that's why I always say it's beautiful here. And so I am, you know, I love home. I love being comfort. I love the comfort of my own home. I don't need to be outside. I don't need to be in the streets. I don't need everything that I need is in my home. You pay all this money for rent, for all the things that you work so hard for, and you're never home. Not me. I want to be in my house. I want to cook in my kitchen. I want to hang out in my living room and watch movies and popcorn and all of the good stuff. Come in my room and just sit in my bed and lay in the bed. And we, I, I love that. And my partner loves that as well. Yes, we go out. We have a good time. We enjoy ourselves outside of the home. But we know the importance of home. We understand the, the essence and, and the importance of just being able to be fulfilled in your own space. And so for me, number 17 is set more reminders. And, you know, I'm one of those busy people. And so I constantly have to write things down. I constantly have to put things on my calendar. I constantly have to put reminders on my phone because so many people depend on me. And I have so many things to worry about. Not worry about, but so many things that I have to handle that, yes, I overlook some things. So that makes sense why this is there because I am definitely one of those people. Number 18 says you need to protect your privacy. And, you know, I love to post stuff on social media. However, not everything that I post is always about me. And it's, you know, in reference to other little things. I'm also a mentor, you know, for a women's group. So I post a lot of content, not just for myself. People think, oh, she's posting this. She's throwing subliminals. I I don't do all that. I post things that, you know, because I am healed enough to help people heal because I've been through that pain. So I understand what it's like to go through that pain, but not have somebody to help me along in the process. But I'm very private. I'm very private and I'm very protective over the people who I love. And so everything you can't share with everybody, especially when it comes to your finances, your love life, what you're doing, what you got going on and where you're trying to go. Sometimes you have to move in silence. You can't tell everybody your every move because people will secretly hate you and wish nothing, wish harm on you. And You know, you're just trying to live your best life. You're just trying to walk in your authenticity and just be who you are. And you can't even do that because people are genuinely not happy for you. They don't want to see you happy. They don't want to see you have love. And they don't want to see you just have anything because they don't have it. Or because they can't seek it or they don't under, for whatever reason, that's not your problem, what they got going on. And it's no reason to justify why someone can't be happy for you. That's something that they got to work on internally for themselves. So therefore, I'm a very private person. And this is why I say I don't allow people in my home. 
I don't I'm very I don't want none of that toxicity in my home that negative energy because people you know they'll see oh what's this and oh you got that and oh how much you paid for this and where you get this from and oh and oh Mm-mm. don't come here with that because I don't like it so I'm very mindful I I, I don't keep many I you know I, I have friends I have people who I love near and dear to my heart but I I, I I don't have a lot of people in my house and that's just how I am I'm very protective and I'm very private when it comes to certain aspects and certain things in my life I discuss a lot but I'm also very private so if I tell you that's because I want you to know and it's as simple as that number 19 says feel free to raise your vibration And when I tell you, once I raise my vibration, when I tell you the the clarity that I have on certain situations and the understanding and the wisdom and the knowledge that I have on certain things is, I'm surprised that, I'm surprised. It's like I surprise my own self. You know, but I'm learned. I've learned to trust my intuition. I've learned to trust my guides. I've learned to, you know, because I'm enlightened now and I'm aware and my eyes are open and I can see the bigger picture of how things work and how people operate and how people function in their dysfunction. I'm able to vibe higher. And this is why I'm very protective of my space and my energy and who I speak to and where I go and who I interact with. See how all of that ties in together. It says the heavens are on your side. And let me just say this. Those tears of joy that you cry in the morning are because of all the tears that you cried at night. So when those dark times come and you're going through things alone and you feel like you can't face things alone, you, you feel like you can't face things and all you can do is cry. And all of that darkness, trust and believe. All those tears are not in vain. God knows. He sees all. He understands. And so the heavens are with you. Because at some point, like I said, God will never give you anything more than you can bear. But you have to know. And to be able to discern what to keep and what to let go. The heavens are with you. And that's something that you have to know and trust and believe. And lastly, learn how to pick your battles. When I say learn how to pick your battles... You can't fight everybody's fight. And it's as simple as that. Everybody has a struggle. Everybody has something that they need to fix and to work on. You cannot fight other people's battles. Because if they're not willing to acknowledge that they have a problem, that they have an issue, or that their behavior, their attitudes, their mindsets... You can't fix anyone. You can't change anyone's behavior. You can't change what somebody else speaks. You cannot change anything about the other person. You have to know what battles to pick and choose. The the battle is not yours. 
it's the Lord's. You hear that? The battle is not yours. You are not a therapist. You are not a rehabilitation center. You are not an emotional abuse counselor. You're not a sexual abuse counselor. You are none of that to these people. Stop trying to fix other people's problems and burdens. Because they will only become your burdens, your problems, your issues. Because all they want to do is sit around and make want people to fix their problems. They don't want to do the work. Pick and choose your battles wisely. And this is why I have no problems with walking away from people and situations that don't serve me. Because it sounds like a you problem. Like I said, you can't control what somebody says. You can't control what somebody do. You can't control where they go. You have to let people be. Pick and choose your battles wisely. So with that being said, those are the 21 reasons why that I found for me, that I applied to my life, why I kept seeing these birds every morning trying to reveal something to me trying to give me messages trying to spiritually connect with me people don't think about spirituality people don't understand spirituality but once you are in tuned once you are aware once you are enlightened you understand spirituality is connected to everything Ground yourself and become one with the earth. Become one with nature. Become one with the animals. And you'll definitely learn to see things from a higher perspective. This is a universe and we're all connected in some way. Believe it or not. So with that being said, I hope that clarifies some things for you. I hope this message uh, helps you on your journey. And whatever journey that you're in or wherever you are along in this journey, I hope that it helped you because I'm wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed. <laughs>